You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, everyone. Thanks for bringing us into your home, car, or wherever you may be. This is Stephanie, and I'm joined by Nick, and this is episode number 473, and we will be bringing you all of the native latest news. Yeah, but before we begin, we want you to go ahead and check out our website over at yourstorytravel.com. You can reach out to one of our lovely agents on the latest Disney info and Disney deals. It's easy. Go to that uh, link yourstorytravel.com you can click on our story and reach out to one of our agents or join our ahana and become an agent yourself simply go to yourstorytravel.com yeah definitely check it out so nick yeah what's up yesterday was a big day okay so i guess yeah will this be airing tonight of course we're recording right now we're recording wednesday the 13th so yesterday was the 12th we had a snow day we were lucky enough to get a snow day. Yes, that was that was definitely in our favor because yesterday was Disney Plus. Holy moly! Did, how long did you spend watching it? I watched it pretty much all day long. Stayed in my pajamas all day long. I was right I'm there with g- you. Were you really? I'm, oh, not, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was definitely a pajama day. But it was kind of frustrating in the beginning of the day. Did you have some technical? I had some issues. Okay. And this was around nine o'clock. I, yeah, about eight thirty, Central Standard Time. Right. So there what, were did lots you have of people. Any? I had one, and I can't even remember. What was okay? What so show. what was your issue? Well, mine something just it wasn't available at that moment. Okay. I clicked on it, and it was like this is not available right now. Okay. I'm like, well, then why why do I see a picture of it? So I had multiple issues. I had that issue you're talking about. Okay. Where it said content not available. Okay, but then it would show up, and maybe five minutes later, like the play icon, and I could play it, and it would play, and then it'd boot me out. And say oh. content not available. Mm. Okay. I could not stream it to the television. So I have Roku. You I also, ever stream it? To well, the- I got it too later okay. on in the day. So I think it was just a glitch in the system. So Roku wasn't allowing me to download the app. It just kept giving me that circle and that ring and wouldn't, waiting, do, any- wouldn't do anything. And I could not stream it from my, com- my uh, phone to the television. It said that... This Chromecast is not supported, but oh. but Disney Plus supports Android Chromecast, so I don't understand. Like, and it still doesn't. E- even ten o'clock last night, it would not stream from my phone to my television. Don't know why, but Roku started working. I was watching it on my phone for most of the day, but then the Roku started working about ah, noon ish. So you spent most of the day with your phone in your hand watching it. Yes. What about Colin? Uh, he care less. He he was playing Star Wars on the PS4. He didn't even want to watch anything. No, not really. He I don't know. He really wasn't into it. I started showing him some of the our older cartoons that we grew up with. Yeah. Ducktales, you know, Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. You know the afternoon specials, right? And he loved those. Absolutely loved them. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, we had 10 million people sign up for Disney Plus on launch day. 10 million. So that's it. You don't think that's a lot? I would have expected, honestly, no, that's a ton. Don't get me wrong. That is a lot. I would have expected more, though. Oh, I thought it was a, I thought it was a decent number. No, no, um, it is. It's a great number. I just, I don't know. 
I expected more worldwide. It was downloaded over 3 million times. Users can uh, collectively spent 1.3 million hours streaming the service in the first 24 hours. So people were watching quite a bit. Yeah, and they had their issues. Can I go into some of the issues yes, or do you yeah, have some? Go, no, go right ahead. All right, so Disney put out a statement saying the consumer demand for Disney Plus has exceeded our high expectations. We are working to quickly resolve the current user issue. We appreciate your patience. Yeah, I did see that. They <laughs> And that I just feel like that's with the opening or the, you know, the launch of anything. There's always a few right. hiccups. But here's my thing. Disney's been working on this for years. Did they not expect this? Like, you know, I mean, come on, it's it's expected. Of course it is, but at the same time, it's hard to test something. Like, how do you how do you test for that many people all logging on at the same time? I definitely agree with you. Here's something that Amanda Dodge wrote on Twitter, according, you know, responding to Disney's statement. This is what she says. You mean Disney didn't anticipate the high demand? What a surprise. Insert eye roll here. I thought that was funny. Oh, yeah. And then you have, uh, later on, she's saying it's just an excuse for poor IT. I don't think so. I don't think so. Chris says, I was having a similar issue with the app this morning. Try and sign out. Enter your email address and then click on forgot password. I was able to stream once my password was reset. Now, that trick worked for my brother. My brother had signed up. He was unable to get in. He had the correct login info, the correct password. Mm-hmm. But he just hit reset password and it worked. And there there he had it. He was in. Keith, he did it all for, for our household. So I have no idea what that process entailed. I just know he said, there it is on the fire stick. That's all you have to push. And I was in. But I tell you what, once it started working, I had no life for the rest of the day, and it was great. It was a perfect snow day indeed. It, oh my gosh, yes it was. It was like it was made. Disney did a great job. Thanks for the snow day, Disney. Right. Because we had a snow day. But it was like a Akuna Matata moment all day long. You, you literally had no worries. You're sitting there lounging back in your PJs, mm-hmm. watching Disney+, Plus, eating a whole bunch of junk food, and yeah, I, I don't know where the day went. Like By the time I realized it, it was already like 5 o'clock at night, I'm like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. Last time I looked at the clock, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes you just need a day like that, though. So it was nice to have an excuse for that. Um, So on to our next story. This, okay, I'm I'm just going to read this from Mice Chat the way it was written because it was clever. So it says, breaking news, Tarzan's treehouse emergency close at Disneyland. And then they have an air quotes, breaking being the operative word. Because tonight at 4.45 p.m., an incident occurred at Tarzan's Treehouse in Adventureland at Disneyland. And it caused the attraction to close and cast members to respond urgently. So apparently at that treehouse, there's the bridge. You know the bridge I'm talking about? Yep. And one of the slats broke. And this bridge hangs up like three stories high. So that could be very, very dangerous. And the article went on to talk about how, I guess... Back in the day, they used to have security who would be monitoring the bridge, and that's no longer a thing. Um, but that luckily, some some people who were below noticed that there was a broken slat, and then informed, and then it was very quickly shut down. So that's still kind of they're being they're looking into it. Um, but yeah, kind of, here you can see a picture right here of of the broken wood across the bridge. And the funny thing about it is, it was actually a man. 
um, a father. He was telling his kids, don't worry, this bridge won't break, and let me show you. And he was jumping on it when a loud crack was heard. So, er, nope, don't trust dad. So what's funny, did you read further on what people were commenting? I didn't. Uh, saying that the fat jokes are never going to end for this guy for the rest oh, of his life. Oh my goodness. Not that he's fat, but just, if you have to put a lot of force down if you're going to break one of those slats. But the interesting thing is, it shows us that the thing, like, I know it's a tree house. A tree is made out of wood, but it shows you that this is only wood. You would have thought it would have been, like a lot of people are saying, reinforced like steel. Right. Steel plates that are made to look like wood, so wrap it around some fake wood or something like that. Mm-hmm. Very interesting, right? Or even some cabling, but it literally is wood. So that is crazy. And the article I was reading, though, it didn't say that the guy even, like, he didn't inform anybody. So they didn't know who this yeah, guy was who I broke it. I don't know. He kind of, like, jumped, freaked out, and ran. Um and was like, oop, off we go. Hurry up, guys. Um, and somebody else, like a, somebody who was observing this happen, they were the ones to report, but they never really caught the guy to figure out who it was. So did you hear about the guy, the former Disney employee, that's claiming that his computer was hacked into by the Disney company? No, did I Did you didn't. hear about this one? Oh, no. I've heard a lot of stuff, but this is, this is out there and it's interesting. All right. So according to Variety... Um, Steven, he's a former Disney streaming service employee. He wasn't there when Disney Plus launched. So he's now suing the Walt Disney Company, alleging that he was the target of discrimination and harassment over his new parental status. Goes on to say that Steven claims that Disney hacked into his home computer to learn personal details about himself and his family status. He's claiming, or so he was a product designer for Disney until he was fired this last May, on May 6th, by the way, 2019. On November 6th, 2019, though, just last week, a lawsuit was filed with the federal district court in New York City for damages for emotional distress. The former Disney employee is claiming that he was discriminated against for his spouse's pregnancy, among other things. Goes on to state that, you know, Stephen never disclosed his spouse's pregnancy to anyone at work. And that the only possible way for them to even have acquired this information would have been if he, if they, if Disney hacked into his home computer. Whoa. I know, right? Like, that's, what a accusation. Like, that is crazy. Yeah. What, what do you think? Disney declined. But here's the kicker. Usually Disney will come out with something and like a statement. Like denying it or, or so, anything. Disney just declined to even comment whatsoever. Do you think because they didn't want to say like. He's crazy. I have no idea. I mean, so is there some truth to this? A little bit of truth? Or is it the opposite? Is it the opposite of like, yeah, we did hack him because we need him gone. But like, why? I don't know. There should be a million other things you can fire somebody for. Why are you going to fire somebody for something like their personal life? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Anywho, very interesting. I find it very interesting that Disney just declined entirely because they never... They never really decline to comment whatsoever. They always have something to say about every lawsuit. You know, I love bringing these up. Right. And we oh, yeah. read them and they always have something to say, even if it's the most erroneous lawsuit slapped at them possible, which this one really does sound like it is just total BS made up. But yet, but you're thinking maybe it's not because they oh, didn't want to say anything. I don't know. I don't Who know. Knows? I, went, I don't know, man. Disney's a huge company. 
Who's well, to say they don't have a rogue employee that knows how to do that stuff? And maybe he just did. Maybe that employee is only tied to Disney because they work at Disney. But yet, maybe this person did it at home, right? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think, Steven, I think you might be stretching it here. Like, I don't think anybody's going to be hacking someone's computers. My own opinion. Now, I could be wrong. I don't think someone's, like you said, is going to but fire does somebody. does Disney over. have the, the ability to do that? Remember, Disney owns the world. So, sure. Yeah, they're not going to hack. They're not going they to hack into anybody. I know they wouldn't, but I'm just saying they could. Now, a cast member going home that has the ability and the means to do so and the knowledge. Sure, why not? Hmm. But I don't think Disney themselves are going to hack into a cast member's home computer especially throw something at him like that like oh your wife's pregnant so we're gonna can you right so apparently steven was was notified that disney knew of his wife's pregnancy when some guy brian mcconnell we don't even know if he's another disney employee or whatever blurted out to steven saying maybe you shouldn't have a kid so, like, we can only assume this guy, Brian, is a cast member. And so he shouted to Steven, maybe you shouldn't have a kid. And I guess Steven got all paranoid. Maybe maybe this, Steven it, suffers it from... It does just sound like a paranoid case. Maybe he suffers from paranoia. Because it... I mean, just because they say maybe you shouldn't have a kid. Maybe they thought he was thinking about having a kid. It doesn't... know that Like, he doesn't know that the wife's pregnant. And that doesn't... Nothing about that says, oh, I know, because I hacked you. I want to know what these other accusations are because, you know, Steven says he was harassed and and fired for other issues as well. So I, I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. What do you got for us? Um, you know what? I have happy stuff. So how about you get rid of any of your doom and gloom? <laughs> you're already looking. And then we'll talk Christmas. Yeah, I'm looking. You're, at you're already looking at my title, next story. Title. Yeah. Uh-uh. I'm so, going to talk Christmas after this. Okay. So remember that guy that we talked about that was arrested for touching kids at the Christmas shop in Magic Kingdom? Yes. So apparently there's there's new information. So according to Spectrum News 13, 17 men, including two... Oh, no, this is the wrong... I got the wrong article pulled up here. I had... I think I had more. Oh, here we'll go. You've we'll got go more to, doom, yeah, you we'll are go the to doom and gloom guy right now. So the man arrested, you know, for touching that kiddo over at the Magic Kingdom. There's been an update. So according to the Orlando Sentinel, sorry, listeners, wrong article, James Anthony Jones is now facing six counts of molestation. The latest allegations, according to the sheriff's department, stem from more incidents at Disney properties. So there was just more that came about. Since the last time we talked about this, wow. now well, maybe like people heard about it and they were like, "Okay, right, me, this happened. My child said this, and I didn't believe them." So now we have a Disney cast me- Disney cast members tied to recent pornography charges, child pornography, according to Spectrum News 13, 17 men, including two, so it's only two, Walt Disney World cast members, only were, two. Well, right. I mean, Disney has awful. had yeah. their, um, and they've had some problems in the last couple months here recently two members or two cast members were arrested by the polk county sheriff's office on charges of possessed uh, and shared child pornography so this goes on to say the month-long investigation concluded with the arrests of brett kinney and donald durr jr who were both employed at disney Disgusting. So so yeah so disney I don't, man, they've been in the news a lot for some really cool things recently, but also, I tell you what, just equally or even more, I was saying in the last couple of months, I don't think I've seen as many just 
the sick. This month has been very, right. very negative. And last month, yeah. Yeah. October and even into November. Mm-hmm. Just some sick situations go down involving cast members. I don't feel like since I've started the podcast and, and researching news on we a weekly. this many week after right, week. Right. It Sorry. seems like, no, it's fine. It just, it just seems like, wow, like all of a sudden all these cases of all these sick people that are that have been employed by Disney, and they're everywhere, you know, it's not just right. Disney, it's of all course. over the place, there's sick people all around the world, but, um, you know, Disney podcasts, we're researching the news all the time, I just haven't seen this many cases like this. Now, I would say on average, since I've started the podcast, maybe one or two per year, but shoot, man, we've gone on, uh, I feel like it's been maybe a handful in the last month. It has been. Has it been? Okay. It really has. Anyway, so yeah, we'll get the we'll get that out of the way. What do you got for us? Let's head over to Christmas. I see the Grand Floridian there. Let's head over to the Grand Floridian for some uh, so for some Christmas spirits. Yes. Yeah, so the Gingerbread House, um, it finally has an opening date. Um, the the Gingerbread House is always done up in the Grand Floridian, and it was reported earlier this week that construction has begun, and it is a life size holiday treat tradition. Over 20 years strong, and this year it is going to be opening on November 13th. So, hey, today at 10.30 a.m. That means we can ex- and expect the snack stand inside the house to be open for business as well. So, it's just a really, really cool, if you haven't seen it, pull up some pictures of it. But it's a huge, life-size gingerbread house. Um, they've got, you know, what are these things called? What would you call that? A boom? A crane? Yeah, a boom. They've got that, you know, they have to get all this business inside here to set it up. So it's just, it's really, really neat. Fun for the kids. And it has already been set up. And you can go check it out at the Grand Floridian. So they've been doing this stuff for years. And like the head. 20 years. Yeah. And I believe, is it, it's been the same person, I believe, for the past 20 years that they haven't handed it off yet. Making this gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian. And listeners, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, they do this every single year, and it is a massive house. They end up selling pieces of this later on, and it's not like you can go up there and just touch the house. But um, anyway, it's it's something special. Go ahead and look at the pictures. They literally are building a house out of gingerbread. Something else that's really cool to note is on the side of the house, they have making of the gingerbread house, and it is made up of 1,050 pounds of honey. 800 pounds of flour, 600 pounds of chocolate, 600 pounds of powdered sugar, 140 pints of egg whites, 35 pounds of spices, and tons of creativity, Disney mm-hmm. magic, and pixie dust. That's awesome. And it, ta- it says it takes the Grand Floridian Bakery team more than two months and 840 hours of labor to produce, cut, and bake the 5,089 shingles that are used to decorate the gingerbread house. So they're currently still working on this or have they finished it up? They finished it today. So they started on this thing back in September. Yeah. That tells you how long this thing took. Insane. They were working on it when I was out there. Yeah, they Holy were. Holy cow. That's Insane. It's crazy how much work goes into this, but it's beautiful. What do we got here? We have fourth quarter earning reports that finally came out. Okay. I don't think we talked about this last week. Nope. No, we did not. Okay. So, 
The Walt Disney Company released their earnings report for fourth quarter, for the fourth fiscal quarter of 2019, ending September 30th of 2019 and the 2019 fiscal year, which the, their, their new fiscal year started on October 1st. Just give you a heads up. They're showing a revenue. Now, this is what's going to surprise everybody because we all know that not that Star Wars Land was a flop, but we know that in this past recent summer, spring and summer, Disney has seen a huge decline in resort and theme park stays. But, I mean, an uptick, though, in entertainment and movies and things right, like that. Right. Now, 34% increase. Stephanie? 34? 34% increase in income up 5% over last year for the quarter. So Bob Iger said in a statement, our solid results in the fourth quarter reflect the ongoing strength of our brands and businesses. We've spent the last few years completely transforming the Walt Disney Company to focus the resources and immense creativity across the entire company on delivering an extraordinary direct-to-consumer experience. And we're excited for the launch of Disney Plus, which came out yesterday. Yes, it did. So anyway, yeah. I mean... 34%. I bet that was a... He must have had a I, little toast when he got home. I know, right? I didn't see that coming whatsoever. I mean, with everything that, you know, seemed like doom and gloom as far as the resorts and, you know, the parks and stuff like that with the flop. Well, I shouldn't say flop. It really wasn't a flop of Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Just not what we as... Right. I don't... And I think uh, Disney over-expected. I guess their expectations were a little bit too high with... And I would have expected the same if I was Disney, but it really didn't get the popularity that they thought they were going to get and the revenue from that. But anyway, good to see that, uh, I guess, that they're back on track. <laughs> you know, yeah. making the money. Good job, Disney. Yep. And did I say Bob Iger? I meant Uncle Scrooge. Did I... Did I you did say by Bob Iger. Um, it's a joke. It's a, oh. Wah, 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 Uncle oh, Scrooge. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. Gosh, Nick. I'm I'm all over right, here looking right, at my next right. article. I'm not even he's catching probably, your joke. He's probably swimming in his money. He's up 34%. All right. Yeah, what do you got for oh, us? Okay. More Christmas spirit. More Christmas spirit. But I didn't know about this whole candy cane obsession at Disneyland. Are you aware so we've got some candy cane dates that have been announced at Disneyland. And apparently there is um, Candy Palace in Disneyland and Trolley yes. Treats. Yep, yep. And they have a seasonal treat this year and it's candy canes. So you can get your candy canes there. They'll and you make have to them. get a wristband. And yeah. like they only make so many. Yep. And they make them in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. Yeah. So they do a lot of cool things at Disneyland. That they necessarily um, don't have at Disney World. Okay. Um, I mean, this is one of them. The different variety of churros. So I guess throughout I mean, the rest of the year, they do something else, some other sort of candy. Oh, I, that I do not know. I'm not there often enough to to know that. But okay, they do have special treats like this candy cane yeah. and events that we just don't have over at Disney World. Yeah, so you get a wristband if you want to. Like basically, or like, kind of like a almost like a coupon of hey, come back at this yep, time. This yep. is when we're going to make your candy cane. So that's and what it's they a typically huge do. Production. So it takes about two hours to produce one batch of candy canes. Each batch ta um, makes only forty to forty-five candy canes. Whoa, two hours! Yes, isn't this for forty to forty-five candy canes? Um, a team of three candy makers are needed to produce each batch. Um, in a heat-sealed kitchen that has to be between 90 to 100 degrees. One candy maker is the one who rolls the batch out. One pulls out the, can uh, the canes using a technique which involves pulling 
the 15-pound block of candy over a hook that's hung on the wall, and one candy maker is the one who shapes it. So then it takes um, 30 minutes for the batch to cook, and then they pull. The pull time is an hour. I'm guessing pull time is like when they're like stretching the candy for like a full Got hour. It. Each cane is packaged in plastic and wrapped individually with care to ensure a safe trip home. And because of the lengthy process, they only get three batches per day. So it's a very limited supply. You're looking at, you know, 120 candy canes produced in a day. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. So anyways, it's been going on for 35 years now where they do these candy canes. That's So that's just one, I guess, way that like Disneyland sets themselves apart from Disney World and kind of makes them kind of unique, you know, stuff like this. It really is. That's pretty cool. Let's head over to Disney World. I want to, have you ever, so listeners, maybe you've done this, Stephanie, have you ever, I guess, parked at a specific resort so you wouldn't have to, I guess, get on the monorail or get on some sort of Disney transportation so you could just walk to a park or something like that? Have you ever done that? I haven't, but I've okay. thought about it. Right. So I, I do it You've all the time. I do it all the time. I was gonna, I was going to say, you told me to once. I did. That's right. I so did. I was too nervous. That's really. Yeah, I'm I'm a rule follower. So what did I tell you to do? I remember telling you to park. Was that the contemporary? I think so. Okay, and to walk said, over to Magic Kingdom? Yeah, just park okay. there and walk. So I do and that. And then it's free. I do that all. Well, yes, <laughs> it is. You're right. Uh, and B, like you have your own line of security, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Now, yeah, so I'll, yeah, I, I don't want to get into details and give away my tricks, but uh, or get in well, trouble. is it going to not not happen anymore no 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 so well well at one place it's not going to happen the grand floridian oh so they're cracking down they are cracking down guests visiting the enchanted rose so the, the enchanted road doesn't offer a reservation but it's, it goes on to say that you know if you're get, if you're visiting the enchanted rose without a dining reservation that means like another dining reservation there at a di- different restaurant at the grand floridian because if you have a reservation at the other restaurants you can get right on, or the other restaurant, you can get right on in, right? So you can park there, go to your dining reservation. Now, the Enchanted Rose isn't really like a restaurant. It's like uh, hors d'oeuvres or, you know, like uh, appetizers and things like that. It's not okay. your sit-down meal. So Friday, November 8th, was the final day that guests visiting the Enchanted Rose at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa without a dining reservation. Now, see, I don't... It says without a dining reservation, but I didn't think you had to have a dining reservation, or they even did dining reservations there. We're allowed to park at the resort. At this time, Enchanted Rose does not offer... So at this time, the Enchanted Rose does not offer reservations. So you can't just go and say, I'm going to eat right, there because right. they have no reservations. And then say, you know, can I park? I have a dining reservation at the Enchanted Rose. They're going to laugh at you, right? They're right. going to know you're just parking there. So going forward... A reservation for one of the resort's table service locations. We're talking Victoria Alberts, you know, 1900 Park Fair, the Grand Floridian Cafe, the Garden View Tea Room. So you have to have a res- you have to have a reservation there to park at the resort. So if you have a reservation there and you plan on hitting up the Enchanted Rose, you're good to go. But if you show up and you're like, I have a reservation at the Enchanted Rose, they're going to turn you around. Or even if you just say, I want to go eat at the Enchanted Rose, they're going to say too bad. Right, right. So you better tell them you have a reservation. 
But the thing is, is I did call when you told me when you or suggested doing that. Or have an Uber that. drop you off. Yeah, you suggested doing that. I was like, um, let me see what they say. So I called and said, will they check my reservation? And they said they have a list and they are supposed to be checking their list to see if your name is on it for the reservations. That's crazy. So maybe I've never been checked ever. And I but, but when I was the last time you did it? August. Really? Yeah, I did it like three times. Maybe because like you three days in a row too. Well, I didn't even tell them I had a reservation. I show up at the gate there at um, Contemporary, and either I have an Uber drop me off, or I had a buddy drop me off, or even before that in oh, June but an I Uber. drove. But even before that, I drove. And you parked? Yeah, and I parked there. I just wow. said I want to check out the Wave. I want to check out the Contemporary. I want to check out this resort because I'm thinking about staying here next time. And then you park and y you walk over. Wow. I mean, they're not going to turn anybody around if it's potential money, right? I guess. I've never I've never been turned around. Wow. So I'm I will try it when I don't have kids anyway, in the car. You and Keith, when you're with us, you got you'll see how okay. it works. Okay. So anyway, what else you got? I'm done with my stories. What do you have left? Okay, I have, well, it's super, super quick. I'm just going to say um, that full menus and booths are here for the 2019 Disney California Adventure Festival of Holidays. So if you're going to be celebrating Christmas, I told you lots of Christmas I've got going on, um, from November 8th to January 6th, that's when the Festival of Holidays will be taking place in Disneyland, California. And um, all of the menus have been uh, have been um Sorry, they have, they've been released. So I am going to take this link here from Disney Food Blog and I will put it on our Facebook page. Sweet. And then you can check out all of this amazing food. It's got pictures of, um, I mean, it's making me really, really hungry right now. So I'm going to keep that short and stop scrolling because I'm going to start drooling in a second. Um, but yeah, you can see all of the good eats that you can enjoy while you are at Disney California Adventure Festivals of Holiday. And then I have one last quick thing, and it is Disney Cruise Line takes the number one spot in the United States um, News and World Reports 2020 as the best cruise line rankings for the seventh year in a row. So seven years in a row, they've won best cruise line, and that doesn't surprise me either. Not at all. They do things right. They do, and it's all about the details, and they do a ton of stuff that other cruise lines just don't. Yeah, and they won Best Cruise Line for Families and Best Cruise Line in the Caribbean. Um, those are the two categories that they won. So I have one more story. I apologize. I lied. I forgot mm -hmm. about this one. And this one's an awesome one. Did you see? Did you hear about this cancer survivor? No. All right. Cancer survivor met stem cell donor for first time during the Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend. How Aww, awesome is this? A feel good story. It is a feel-good story. So Boyd, uh, an individual who not only ran in the Wine and Dine Half Marathon at Walt Disney World last Sunday, he did so after surviving leukemia not once, but twice. In wow. 2011, Boyd was diagnosed with acute, uh, what was that? Myeloid? Yeah, leukemia. We'll just say leukemia. Can't yeah. be good. It's not good at all. So anyway, diagnosed twice with leukemia. It's, it was one of the rare blood cancers, and he was given a 10% chance of surviving more than just a few months without undergoing stem cell transplant from a donor outside of his family. After a year of treatments and a relapse, doctors identified Nathan Barnes, who was stationed in Japan as a gunner's mate in the U.S. Navy as a suitable, suitable donor. Oh. 
So in May of 2012, Boyd had a life-saving stem cell transplant. Wait, and then they these two ran the marathon, waiting for at waiting for him at the finish line at the Wine and Dine half marathon this past Sunday was Nathan Barnes with Boyd's medal in his hand. Oh, how awesome is that? So Boyd said, when we found out it was a gentleman named Nathan, it was incredible. Our middle son's name is Nathan, and it means a gift of God. My motto was never lose hope. Life is a special gift. We were told that the stem cell transplant, my chances of living five years were only 30%. This is year seven. Wow. Never lose hope. That's oh, what that you want is to an say. incredible story. How awesome is that? I, I love that they were able to connect like that. And it's such a special life event for him and that he had his donor there at the finish line. That's awesome, him. man. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's good that we ended with a cool feel-good story like that, man. Yes, I love that. I like stories like that. Let's get more right, of those. Right. Come on, come on. We need to. Mm-hmm. All right. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, have a question or a comment, simply or simply want a free quote, don't be bashful. Kid, I can't even speak today, Steph. I can't either. Get a little mumbling over here. Get a little dopey with us and Too simply text Plus. us. I know, right? 407-674-0414 or email us at mousepadespodcast at gmail.com or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. You can always contact us at contactyourstorytravel.com as well. And as always, don't forget to go ahead and check out our website over at yourstorytravel.com. And let's see here. Stephanie Ohana, unfortunately, I think it's about that time. So, peace. Have a magical day, my friends. Goodbye. Farewell, be on your merry way We are going to miss you every single day So long, adieu, ta-ta and toodaloo On my merry way, I'll always think of you On land, or sand, or gravel Or with the roads we travel Unravel, it's more fun with two It's always me and you And together we will stay through warm or stormy weather, we'll always be together forever. For within my heart, if we should ever part, we'll be never far away from each other. We'll be never far away. Dum 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 d